Merry Cinemas, everyone. I am Peter A. DeLuca, your boy, your host. I am AKA the sketchbook world champion, but I'm I'm just a guy living in Philly, podcasting about movies, and we do a couple annual events. We do Thanks Flicking, 31 Days of Dread, and now we're at Cinemas. I don't, I don't have any ideas for New Year's. I'm trying to get them, but either way, the show's going, going to continue. Let's rock and roll. Let's do this. It's Muppets Christmas Carol starring, starring the great Kermit the Frog. Let's do this. But, but really, 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 everyone, thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out. Quick update, quick update. So my original intent for Cinemas was to extend it past the holiday of holidays through the 25th. Because just as a child, as a kid, I remember so vividly, so well, that Christmas just like carried over for a couple days. And the anticipation was at such a peak. It took about 72 hours to come down from it. And then it's like you go to your friend's house, you see what they got, they come over to see what you got, you know, like the play dates and and all these other things, all these like post-Christmas activities uh, are all a part of the holiday. And, And again, Christmas is epic. It should always feel epic. It should always feel big. And that's where we are with this, the Muppet Christmas Carol. The movie <laughs> that was destroyed by Home Alone 2. Uh, you know, Kevin McAllister. Uh, we spoke about that with our last episode, episode uh, 348. Uh, you know, and Disney, I guess, like, expectations were, uh, you know, this movie had a really wide release. Look it up on Wikipedia, but I, I'll just, like, you know, give you the briefing. This movie was supposed to be a smash. It was supposed to be an instant holiday classic now here's the funny thing the movies that are modern day uh that i feel like are classics some of them are there some of them are still brewing but it takes it takes a long time it really does i mean people still debate uh if scrooge should even be on like a uh, scrooge should be even be even on like a top 10 list and, and one million percent it should because i don't think um there's few movies that capture that spirit and scrooge muppet's christmas carol the the jim carrey uh christmas carol also you know the the computer generated one which was also on my list like these movies it's all the same but they're all different and they all have a different angle and they all portray the christmas spirit differently but the message is always there and the message is there is that uh i guess we have to stop being an a-hole and start living life and being in the moment and knowing where we are. Now, this is our this is all like Ecker Tolle. Okay, this is all like the power of now. Scrooge Ebenezer over here needs to learn that lesson. So we have all kinds of wonderful formats. Uh, Christmas Carol, you know Charles Dickens. Uh, you know Robert Zemeckis once said in a uh, interview while he was promoting his own Christmas Carol movie. That a Christmas Carol could be the very first time travel adventure, and I guess I guess that makes sense. But it's also alternate reality time travel adventure. So, um, you know, like I look at that stuff very differently. That I think they're different. Because Back to the Future One is is Back to the Future. 
right? Like he goes, he goes into the past, he goes off. Well, we only have a snippet of that alternate reality. So much so we we forget the alternate reality by the end of the movie. I spoke about this at length before on this podcast. But then, like Back to the Future uh, Two is is an alternate reality. It's an alternate future. Like you know, like it gets very confusing. But I get his I get his point, and I do agree with you, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, so what do we do? Like, why am I choosing to talk about this one and not the uh, the George C. Scott or the Patrick Stewart uh, classics? It's because this movie is on a rising tide. More and more people, there's people of a generation, you know, 90s kids that are growing up tracking down this movie. You don't, have, you don't have to do much to track it down. Just subscribe to Disney+. Plus. But they're getting a hold of this movie, and they're watching it, and they're showing it to their children. And and they're getting a little bit older, and they're rebroadcasting it. This is how movies today come up. Now, we have Elf. Oh, excuse me. Elf, which is, you know, really becoming the, like, that's the next Christmas story. Everybody is like always on board with Elf when it comes to the holidays, the sense of humor in Elf isn't. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say it's not classic and always doesn't carry over. You know, like um, a lot of the jokes and a lot of the the beats in Elf can go over someone's head. With that being said, it's still one of the best. And in my eyes, look, I already spoke about Krampus. Krampus is is definitely should be uh, adding value to the Christmas viewability, to the Christmas spirit, to the um, necessity of that becoming a holiday movie year after year. It should be inching away. Uh, very similar effect to Trick or Treat. Same crew that that made both movies also, the Brian Singer crew. Uh, you know, Trick or Treat, it took a long time for that movie to get into uh, you know, like your your Hollywood adventure or your your Halloween adventure, your Halloween spirit, uh, for that to become like a costume, and that's when we know it hits the zeitgeist. When you know, when something Halloween becomes a Halloween movie becomes a Halloween costume, you have made it. So this movie though does the Muppets. It it also does Michael Caine. Okay, it does Charles Dickens. It does it in like 90 minutes. We have a couple songs. Uh, we have a couple Muppets highlighted in this. Because like that's a little bit of the like a Muppet trope. Whenever there's like something new Muppets. What are the new Muppets? We have to go meet the new Muppets. So and it's it's also directed by Brian Henson. Which I'm not sure what else he's done. I barely want to look it up. Just because I'm just like oh, really like Brian Henson. Like we know, we know your father, Brian. Like, what have you done for us lately? Uh, I only remember Brian Henson from a sci-fi show that was a creature uh, creation show, very similar to their Face Off show. Face Off was very, um, very inspirational to me for a stretch. Yeah, um, and you know, he he's on the show, and his insights suck. They just suck. Neville Page on Face Off versus Brian Henson is the, their worlds apart. Neville Page will just like dissect something in two seconds and tell you why it works and why it doesn't. And that doesn't mean everything Neville, uh, Neville Page designed is fantastic. It just means he's uh, practiced. 
He's an expert and he can hone in on those thoughts and express them. That's a good sign if you're going to hire a contractor. So Brian Henson, you know, comes in, uh, roughly makes a $10 million, $12 million movie, $13 million movie that looks like it's by today's standards, looks way more expensive. And the movie barely doubled its budget. Home Alone 2 destroyed this at the box office. Effectively, Home Alone 2 killed the Muppets because this was, look, um, you have to give, once uh, Disney acquired the Muppets, you give them credit because they tried to, they brought, they tried to bring it back a few times. Okay, we have the Muppets, we have Muppets from Space, we have a, uh, they did like a new live action variety show, you know, like, you know, honing back to classic Muppets. Uh, and the Muppets have never, ever had traction post their crash. This is very, very similar to what happened in the 90s with Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes, be, uh, Bugs Bunny, Tasmanian Devil, they became a licensing juggernaut. Warner Brothers, if you were a NFL team, boom. If you wanted like a, a Tasmanian Devil, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, thing, you could do it. You could pay for it. As long as you paid, you got it. Uh, and they, I don't know. I don't know if they protected it well enough. But the 90s were the 90s. The 90s were, were pretty wild. So the, the two major child properties not to survive the 90s is the Muppets and Looney Tunes. We, we often, often, often forget this. So I'm supposed to be talking about this movie and, and uh, the, the Christmas spirit. So like this movie really does it. It hits all the beats. Um, I mean, it's maybe the best movie Tiny Tim ever because we have Kermit the Frog, who literally walks, which is a a masterpiece, like you know, special effect there. Like we see Kermit the Frog walking, masterpiece. But you know, Kermit and Miss Piggy are like married. <laughs> it's so funny, and Miss Piggy has like pig daughters, and Kermit the Frog has frog boys. It's like the funniest freaking thing. This is why we love the Muppets, and. The the tiny Tim is a little frog, and in the future when you see like that that they're mourning the death of Tiny Tim, it really hits you. And I I think that moment and that part of the movie anchors all of it because we wait for every single version of Christmas Carol. We wait for Scrooge to realize that Tiny Tim has died. Now here's the crazy thing. Uh, it's it's a, a little bit of a paradox because we don't know if Scrooge changed, if um, you know, if Tiny Tim could ever be saved, like like you know, like it's very confusing. But I think the idea, and yeah, we get some of this like with with Scrooge, you know, like the Bill Murray movie where if we're joyful, if we celebrate the holiday, if we're all about being together and sharing time together and appreciating all of that okay um we 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 can transcend and we can actually maybe uh through positivity and love force a change force something prevent something and maybe that's a part of what saves tiny tim but we don't really know 
<laughs> like, do you know, like, it's, it's, it's a very wide open idea, but it's low hanging fruit and it's easy. It's easy to fall into the, those ideas and kind of like love them. But yeah, so everyone, the Muppets Christmas Carol is coming for you to be a constant holiday classic. Be warned, be on the lookout for it. But at the end of the day, uh, if I were to put on a Christmas Carol, it would be this one. Uh, the thing I have to say about the Jim Carrey one, which I feel is because it's CG, like it feels like it's it's of the time, okay? But that movie is it's like a 3D Christmas movie, like thought experiment starring Jim Carrey. Uh, that's meant really meant to be on the big screen because there's so much screaming in that and and him falling. It's just too much. But you know that's the, those are your three D shots that sell. That's one of the reasons why it, I just was like, yeah, you know, I was going to do a whole Christmas Carol like run. I was going to do like five separate Christmas carols because I can just sit down and talk about all of them. And I'm just like, you know, like this Jim Carrey one almost upsets me because it's it's. It's really designed to be a gimmick, uh, even though, you know, like, are we really focused on what's happening or are we just making a gimmick here? Uh, it's tough. I hate to boil things down to that level of simplicity, but that's just how I feel. And that's where I'm at. And, for, you know, for anyone that listens to this podcast, you know, we're all about long form conversation. So anyway, look, everyone, uh, the point I was getting at earlier, let me kind of come full circle. I was intending to carry these movies over for a stretch, okay? I was going to do at least six to seven more episodes. I'm canceling all of those. Maybe I'll discuss them uh, at episode 350, but I wanted 350 to be a, a definition, a proclamation, a an outlook, and a mission statement type episode. So, you know, on my website, which I'll, I'll discuss... On the website, it is it's going to be classified as a podcast like event or podcast news, okay, uh, or milestone. It's podcast. It's under podcast news and milestones because um, I just feel like the timing's there. And holy crap, you know, like I even um, you know, like I'm dealing with COVID drama now. Like it finally took a year, but you know, now I'm like getting affected by COVID. Not I'm I don't have COVID. But, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. But everyone, thanks for hanging out. I love you. Merry Christmas. And just, just remember that this holiday is about who you're around. Okay? And that's it. And and that can, that can even change from year to year. There's nothing wrong with that idea. But, hey, let's rock and roll and let's do this. <laughs>